I'm Rob. And I'm Michelle. And this is Two Two Librarians librarians Walk Into a Shelf. Well, we're issuing a retraction on our book club pick this month. Bum, 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 bum. So we chose this book, Murder with Fried Chicken and Waffles by supposedly A.L. Herbert. It was in the African American Voices section on Hoopla. Uh, we were searching for a book club pick for February, and we wanted to specifically pick a book written by a black or African American author. Um, we were duped. Yes, we were. A.L. Herbert is not not a black person. A.L. Herbert is a white man. I was pretty disappointed. But yeah, started reading the book, and there were some characters of the main characters that felt off. It felt classist. It felt colorist. It used outdated, stereotyped pop culture references. It felt like the dialogue was written by someone who is trying very hard to speak in African-American vernacular English, but who does not belong to that community. And so I started Googling, and sure enough, the author is not a black woman. Like, we were led to believe by the marketing and the Facebook page and the way the book looks and the description, you know, we were duped. So we're issuing a retraction. We do not recommend reading this book. It's important to read literature written by the voices of the community. So there's a movement. It's the Own Voices movement. We've talked about it, I think, before on another episode of the podcast. Basically, it's encouraging people to, you know, publishing houses to buy books from written by the perspective that they're trying to write from. So if this book is about uh, a teenager who you know, as part of the LGBTQ plus community, you want that written by someone who has lived that experience, not by someone who thinks they know that experience. Um, And the same goes in this. We want to read the African-American experience written by someone who has actually experienced that. Yeah. And not to say that you can't, that an author, depending on their cultural background, that they can't write about other characters from different cultural backgrounds. I, you know, we would never say that. Uh, this one just seemed weird. It, it seemed like we had found something. Uh, we were both comfortable with it. And, and I didn't get that far into it before I started to feel like, so, you know, I thought that maybe if this was a first book by this female author, that she was just kind of getting her footing, just kind of, you know, learning as she went because there was a lot of stuff that that I was like oh man I you know that's weird but okay it's her first book there's a series of these obviously she kind of found her footing and that's not what it was at all but uh, obviously if you grow up you if you if you know people from different cultures and you can write those characters and all that that's great uh, one of my favorite writers, Joe Lansdale, writes a very strong black character, Leonard Pine, in the Hap and Leonard books. Uh, he is recognized regularly for his uh, contribution with that character from uh, several different groups of people. Here, that would never happen. <laughs> yes, it was definitely not done 
with any consideration in mind. Anyway, don't make the mistake that we made. If you want to look for a cozy mystery written by a black author, then I've got some titles for you, all found on Hoopla, no waiting. The first one is the Gethsemane Brown series by Alexia Gordon. The first in this series is Murder in G Major. Major. Main character, Gethsemane Brown, accepts a job teaching a group of young boys, trying to turn them into an orchestra. The perk of the job is the cliffside cottage in the Irish countryside that she gets to move into and house it. The catch... The cottage is haunted by the murdered owner who asks Gethsemane to clear his name so he can rest in peace. So there's a series of these, and they're on Hoopla. Okay. Uh, another is called The Plot is Murder by VM Burns. Main character, Samantha Washington, has dreamed her whole life of owning her own mystery bookstore. But when a shady realtor winds up dead in her backyard, the police suspect the owner of the mystery bookshop since she might know a thing or two about covering up a murder. Samantha is joined by her grandmother and a group of her grandmother's retired friends to solve the mystery. Hollywood Homicide by Kelly Grant. This is a series started last year, so it's brand new. We have the audiobooks on Hoopla. The first, it's the first in the Detective by Day mystery series. Dana Anderson doesn't set out to solve a murder, but all the semi-famous mega-broke actress wants to do is to help her parents keep their house. So after witnessing a deadly hit and run, she pursues the 15 grand reward, but soon finds herself doing a full-on investigation, wanting more than just the money, but she wants justice for the victim. Another series is the Blanche White Mystery Series. The first book is Blanche on the Lamb by Barbara Neely. Blanche White is a feisty middle-aged African-American housekeeper working for the genteel rich in North Carolina. But when an employer stiffs her and her checks bounce, she goes on the lam, hiding out as a maid for wealthy families at their summer home. Uh, that plan goes awry when there's a murder and Blanche becomes the prime suspect. So she's forced to use her savvy and her wit to discover the truth. And the last one that I found on Hoopla to fit the cozy mystery series is the Sophie Katz mystery series by Kyra Davis. And the first in this series is Sex, Murder, and a Double Latte. So Sophie Katz is a mystery writer. She writes um, thrillers. And when she finds, she finds that things are going weird in her apartment and she's convinced a reader has been sneaking into her apartment and wreaking havoc. And then a, a friend winds up brutally murdered and Sophie becomes convinced that it's a copycat killer and she's the next target. And if she doesn't solve the mystery, her own bestseller will spell out her doom. Cursing her grisly imagination, Sophie engages in some real-life gumshoe tactics, and the man who swoops in to save her in dark alleys is mis her mysterious new love interest. But is he a suspect? I wonder. Yeah. So I think all of those sound really good. I have vetted the authors. Okay. They are um, they're all written by um, African American women, so don't you know? Don't get duped. So um, there's that. All right, and I will offer some actors and actresses who kind of paved the way for some of the uh, success that black and African-American actors, actresses, writers, directors have experienced recently. They kind of started paving the way back in the 70s, that long ago time. These are people that uh, I am very familiar with their work, and I'll tell you just a little bit about each one. 
and uh, some of the materials that are available between Hoopla and HMCPL. So we're going to start the list with the superhero, Fred Williamson, Fred the Hammer Williamson. He was Black Caesar. It was a huge movie. Made that with Larry Cohen. Returned. He got killed at the very end, but they realized they made too much money selling tickets for that one, so they brought him back. (laughs) Brought him back to life for the sequel, Hell Up in Harlem. Fred is larger than life. I got to meet him, and he was absolutely great. It's like meeting a real superhero, Fred (laughs) Williamson. And on Hoopla, you can check out Three the Hard Way, Mean Johnny Barrows, and a movie that you heard me talk about before, VFW. Pam Greer, uh, a great actress that paved the way for just actresses in general. Uh, She kind of was a huge action star in the 70s and just kept making movies. Hoopla offers Wilder. It's a thriller from 2000. And then HMCPL offers two of her best movies that she ever made with Jack Hill, Coffee and Foxy Brown. And then we've got Jackie Brown. And then we also have her autobiography, Foxy, My Life in Three Acts, which is a really great book. I read that when it first came out. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's got its sad moments. I mean, she really has had a life. So Richard Roundtree, you probably, if you don't know the character Shaft, I'm sure you've heard of Shaft. I'm sure you've heard Isaac Hayes' music from Shaft. I'm just talking about Shaft. Richard Roundtree was another superhero, or is another superhero. Uh, Huntsville, Madison County Public Library offers Shaft from 2019. That was the sequel remake with Sam Jackson, and uh, Shaft is in there as Uncle Shaft, maybe. He's, <laughs> he, play, he, re, he plays the same character he played in the 70s. And then, of course, on... Hoopla, there's the soundtrack is available, which is a great soundtrack. I think it won an Academy Award, which it deserved. And the uh, graphic novel, uh, Shaft, which I'm kind of looking to possibly check that out. Isaac Hayes, between uh, our system and Hoopla, there's just a ton of music by this guy. This guy has a bunch of music out there. Movie-wise, his best movie was Truck Turner. We don't have that, but we have his second best movie, which was John Carpenter's Escape from New York, (laughs) where he played the Duke of New York, and he was the baddest, coolest bad guy. Uh, When they made Escape from L.A., he tried to talk Carpenter into letting him be the bad guy on the East Coast, uh, West Coast also. He would have been the twin brother, and Carpenter's like, I don't know if that would really work. But uh, it's a shame that they didn't have him in there somewhere because, you know, Escape from L.A. also had Pam Greer. Richard Pryor, there's a ton of albums. A lot of his comedy albums are available on Hoopla. There's a couple movies in the system. Uh, Bustin' Loose, we do have some comedy albums. And then uh, a number of books written about Pryor. And he's a fascinating guy. Uh, he's probably deserves to be, be looked into. Tamara Dobson, we have a movie in the system. Cleopatra Jones and the Casino of Gold. That's a great one. Uh, Cleopatra Jones was the kind of comic book superhero equivalent to Shaft. So uh, she was this tall, beautiful crime fighter that would put some kung fu on you if, if you, you know, if you needed it. <laughs> uh, Jim Kelly was one of the great masters of kung fu. And on Hoopla, you can check out the Tattoo Connection. And he was also in Three the Hard Way with Fred Williamson. In the system, we offer a couple copies of Enter the Dragon. That was the big movie that he did with John Saxon and 
Bruce Lee. William Marshall, we've got two of his big movies, uh, Blackula and Scream, Blackula Scream. Uh, that one was with Pam Greer. Those were big movies in the 70s when they came out. And I had a teacher in the 11th grade, my English teacher, Miss Jones, told us a story about when she was a kid seeing Blackula for the first time. What an amazing moment that was for her and her friends to see a black man playing one of the famous monsters. And I thought, wow, that's, you know, that's a huge thing. I always thought that was cool. And William Marshall's great. He's this great Shakespearean actor. So he, he puts a lot into his portrayal. A lot of people might remember him as the king of cartoons from Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, he was uh, the king of cartoons, and he would come on, and he had that great uh, deep voice. Thalmus Rizulala is one of my favorite actors. Uh, there's not a lot in the system, but he's also in Blackula. So check out Blackula and Scream, Blackula Scream. You're going to see a lot of great actors in those movies. Those are great. Austin Stoker. Austin Stoker's a favorite. Anytime anybody references him, I get excited. They referenced him a couple times on Angel and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He was made famous in John Carpenter's urban western Assault on Precinct 13, and I'd love for you to see that, but we don't have it, and it's not on Hoopla. What you can see, he showed up recently in Rob Zombie's 3 from Hell, which is an awful movie, after his part. So you can you could literally watch the first part with him in it and then just turn it off, and it will be a great cinematic experience for you. Ken Foray, famous for George Romero's Dawn of the Dead, the original one from 79. Um, not the refake from 2004 by Zack Snyder. <laughs> He's a fan favorite. People love this guy. He's bigger than life. Uh, in Shaun of the Dead, Shaun worked at 4A Electronics, and that was named after Ken Foray. Oh. Yeah, so that's the little badge with his name on it. It's 4A uh, Electronics. Hoopla offers The Midnight Man and From Beyond, and From Beyond a really cool monster movie based on H.P. Lovecraft, and he's great in it. In the system, we have a new action flick that he's in called John Henry, so that can be put on hold and picked up anywhere. Bernie Casey. Bernie Casey was one of the coolest guys. He was in the Get Carter remake Hitman with Pam Greer in the mid-'70s. As far as what you can pick up from him here at the uh, in the uh, system, Sharky's Machine, In the Mouth of Madness, The Martian Chronicles, and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. He did a little bit of everything. Steve James. Steve James was one of my favorites. Met him one time. Just a great, great guy. Made his debut in the same film as Tom Hanks. He knows you're alone. He was in a lot of Chuck Norris films like The Hero and the Terror and Delta Force. And he was in a really, really great science fiction movie called The Brother from Another Planet, where an alien comes to Earth and he's black. He's portrayed by a black actor and he comes down in Harlem and it's the first time he's seen anybody that's like him. Oh. And it was really good. And then, of course, there's two uh, hunters, two white hunters that are hunting him to bring him back to wherever. And uh, Steve James has a great, great part in that. That's actually a great movie. I was surprised that we didn't have that. I could not find anything on Steve James in the system or on Hoopla except for The Warriors, which is a great movie from the 70s. It's a movie that was a, a big hit when it came out. But there's probably like 15,000 people in there playing gang members from all the different gangs. So I couldn't tell you with any degree of accuracy. I almost think he's a cop in that one. He might have been a cop. I don't know. 
Tony Todd, another fan favorite. Uh, this guy has been acting in stuff forever, going back to like Murder, She Wrote. Uh, what else was he in? He did a lot of TV earlier in his career, and then he was in the Night of the Living Dead remake. Uh, he's in, from Hoopla. You can pick up Hatchet 1 and 2, West of Hell, which is a Western film, Sushi Girl, and Dead of the Night. In the system, we offer Candyman, and I think that's where most people remember him from, the Candyman movies based on the Clive Barker story. Uh, Death House, he plays Death in the Final Destination movies, and then Hellfest. Dwayne Jones was the actor that he was the black actor in, Night of the Living Dead. That's available in the system and Hoopla. And a lot has been said about Dwayne Jones over the years about how he was hired because he was a black actor and it added a, the movie commented on the civil rights of the sixties and Vietnam. And he was kind of put in there for a message when in fact, history is kind of twisting that around that, that Dwayne Jones actually got the job to portray Ben, the lead character, because he was the best actor that came in. And I don't think history should forget that, that, he wasn't hired to make a statement. He was hired because he was the best, period. And he's great in that. And he did another really good horror movie called Ganja and Hess, which I thought we had in the system, but I couldn't find it. That's a, a weird vampire movie. So, uh, and that's really great too. Mario Van Peebles, he's a multi-talented actor, director, uh, son of Melvin Van Peebles, who has been making movies since the 60s. Uh, in Hoopla and... In Hoopla and the system, we have Posse and We the Party. In the system, we also have Blowback, Armed, which is a newer action movie, South Bronx Heroes, New Jack City, which was a huge movie when it came out, and Jaws 4, The Revenge, which... Is that the one with the baby? No, that's Jaws 3 okay. with the baby shark. Yeah. But Jaws... Jaws 4 was the one that was personal. That's where the Jaws, that's where the shark followed him from New England all the way down to like Jamaica <laughs> and, and went after him. And Mario Van Peebles plays the Jamaican scientist and he's got this great head of hair and this great, all this energy and this accent. And then he kind of gets stuck in the shark's teeth at the end. Um, He's the best part of the movie, except for that now it's personal tagline. But anyway. <laughs> and then finally, I found a guy that I was familiar with, but I didn't know a whole lot about, Reg E. Cathy. And although he grew up on a military base in Germany, he was actually born into a military family in Huntsville, Alabama. And he grew up uh, and got into acting. He did a lot of TV. He did a lot of early comedies with Chevy Chase and Penn and & Teller. And then uh, got into TVs doing stuff like Law and Order, House of Cards, and Luke Cage. Uh, then he did movies like um, St. Vincent, Tyrell. Those are some of his, his last movies. He did pass away. One of the last big movies that you might know him from was the Fantastic Four movie where he was Dr. Franklin Storm. And those are all available from the system. So those are some people that you can kind of start exploring. I've seen all these multiple times, so I stand by them. Those are my picks. Well, uh, February is Black History Month, but we want to encourage you to seek out books and media that represent other voices throughout the entire year. 
It's not just reserved for the month of February. You can always, of course, read books about the experiences of black Americans or the entire diaspora uh, throughout the entire year. Rob's giving you some good things to check out in movies. I gave you some book ideas that you can find on Hoopla. There is an African American Voices uh, section on Hoopla that you can go check out. Most of what's there is written by black authors. We found the dud. So don't be like us if that's what you're going for. I wish I could say that book was well written, but it was not. No. Uh, I do not recommend Murder with Fried Chicken and Waffles. But I do recommend Fried Chicken and Waffles. Yes, Chicken and Waffles is delicious, but that book was not. <sighs> that book kind of kind of killed my appetite. Well, no matter what they tell you, no matter what they do, don't, don't trust, trust robots. robots. Bye. The views expressed by the hosts are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the Huntsville-Madison County Library System. For more information on the Huntsville-Madison County Public Library, visit us online at hmcpl.org. If you'd like to learn more about some of the topics discussed today, visit your local library, which is us. No representation is made that your librarian is more knowledgeable than other librarians or that they have any expertise on your particular project.